success is the worst possible teacher that you can have. Because if you are constantly striving for perfection and focusing on it so much that you don't see the lessons right in front of you, that success or the hope of that success is holding you back. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast, and I just have a few more days left here in Portland before Dale and I start our road trip down to Southern California, and I am just getting so freaking pumped. And as I've been prepping for this trip and a lot of the things that I'm going to be working on in the Casey brand to get ready for 2023 as we are going down and spending a month in California, I was talking to my dad about some of the the big influencers in our successes, both his and mine in business, as we have grown because he is a business owner as well. He owns a brick and mortar and ice cream and candy store on the beach, and he's expanded that in a variety of ways. And he has really grown the business so much from what it was when he bought it when I was a child. And first of all, let me just acknowledge what an amazing, hardworking guy he is. But second of all, let me also acknowledge the way that he's able to think about things and think about the way the business is operating and where he wants to take things and how he can, let's say, fix problems that are happening or create new successes that aren't yet and just think outside of the box. I think he does such a good job at that. And I've tried to take and bring in some of those mindsets that he's had in business as well. And as he and I were talking about, okay, what are the biggest influencing factors in the successful growth areas of our businesses, both two very different businesses over the last five years, and his longer than mine, we came across one distinctive winner between both of us. And that is failure. Failure being the most distinctive winner in our success. So let me break this down for you a little bit. And I know you've likely heard Many people talk about how failure isn't failure and that's the one thing you really need to grow. And while that's true, it also isn't often really tagged on to a lot of value and a lot of explanatory, let's say, useful story and real life fact of how somebody took failure and turned it into something positive. So I want to talk about this a little bit and really talk about it through the lens of why if you are always, always reaching for success and perhaps always achieving success success, I'm putting in quotes because that could mean a variety of different things for you, then that likely is one of the biggest things holding you back because, and this is the one thing that my dad and I like came to, was the understanding that success is the worst possible teacher that you can have. Because if you are constantly striving for perfection and focusing on it so much that you don't see the lessons right in front of you, that success or the hope of that success is holding you back. You have to stop and take a look around, not just before the process of doing something or a new project or a new venture, but during and after and say, okay, what worked? What didn't work? What am I believing right now to be true that might not actually be true? 
the way that I always like to think about this is what box am I keeping myself in? That is something that I say to Dale all the time. He'll happen upon me, you know, sitting in like our sunroom out of our last place before we moved. And that was my favorite spot in the house. And I'd always sort of just be sitting thinking in the evening time. And he would be like, what are you thinking about? And I'd be like, I'm just wondering. It might be business. It might be personal. It might be, you know, a new hobby or venture that I'm in. I'm always thinking, what box am I keeping myself in? What story am I telling myself? What lesson is right in front of me that I don't yet see? And by having that self-conversation, or you can talk that through with others and it can be so, so helpful, you're able to start unboxing and unpacking these layers of the story that you are telling yourself, right? So let me just break this down a little bit more for you. I can think of so many times, so many freaking times that things did not go the way that I planned. And I know you might see me now thinking, oh, but she's got a copy agency and she's got the education and the coaching arm of the business and she's got people on our team and yada, yada, yada. But ladies, let me just say, you know this. I am the first to admit that I do not know what I'm doing. Most of the time it is an experiment and I'm always telling my team, let's see what happens. Let's try to learn from this. Let's try to fail because in failing, we will then create successes and we'll learn a lot more in failing than we will with trying one thing and getting it quote unquote right. We think it might be right, but is it really the best it could be? Is it really the right that we want quote unquote? And I could like just expand on this in so many different ways. But so I don't explode your mind or bore you to bits. Let me just say this. I have learned that through these experiences, right, thinking through so many times that these things did not go the way that I planned, through listening to and observing the failures that I experienced, I have been able to come out 10 times stronger on the other side because success breeds complacency and failure breeds innovation. Failure breeds new ideas, new concepts, new actions, and especially new behaviors, new habits that you are willing to put into place because you failed on something and you want that other version of you, that other version of the business, that successful version of the business so badly that you are willing to make changes to these other areas, right? But complacency, that breeds the same tactics, the same results, and the same life, the same business, etc. So, Even if they're good results, you have to start with the question, are they the results that you want? So right, even if you feel like right now you're reaching some level of success, I want to encourage you to, first of all, I'm just going to put a disclaimer here and say it is okay to be complacent sometimes. It's okay to be complacent all the time if that's what you want. But if there's a bigger dream on your heart, if there's something else that you really want to do or if you want to maximize your time or your energy in a different way, then I encourage you to think about this in the way that I'm going to lay it out ahead, okay? Are the results that you're getting right now the results that you want? Are they the best results for the energy exchange that you're putting into things? And are they making the most helpful impact for your clients, your audience, who you're serving, right? And if you can start to answer those questions and unbox your thinking, you can start to see past success, quote unquote, as the be all and end all and lean into more of a growth mindset that studies what you're doing and how you can do it better, how you can lean into failure to then create success. I was talking to one of my Freedom Found Collective, that's my intimate high-level mastermind. I was talking to one of my FFC clients on a one-on-one coaching call last week, and she and I were outlining her PR and her visibility strategy because she is really blowing up and creating a lot of traction in her business, and we want to create even more for her for 2023. So as we created this PR and visibility strategy plan together, her first thought was, and she asked me, she said, okay, well, how do I get the most pitches picked up? To which I responded, 
It's not about planning for how many yeses you want. It's about committing to getting as many no's as possible. Because the more no's you get, the more yeses you'll also get. But if we let our brains think about it in the measurement of yes equals success, then every time a no comes in, or in the world of PR, when you don't even hear back, you may start to pull away from it, right? Our brain likes to protect ourselves, and a no might start to feel like a failure. If we're attributing a yes to being successful, then a no feels like a failure when in fact, in many things like PR, you're playing a numbers game. You need quantity to bring in success. And the same rings true for launches and sales and other types of results and capacities that you want to be developing in your business. It's a numbers game. So I want you first and foremost to not take it personally and then build a growth mindset around failure being a positive that is ready to thrive in that failure and say, okay, well, that didn't work. How can I make my pitch better? How can I adjust my sales process? How can I create a better marketing plan for my audience? When you think of everything as a learning opportunity versus the be all and end all to success, then you're on the true path to sustainable entrepreneurship. And in my experience, Those that stay stuck in the version of perfectionism that means if one thing doesn't go how they wanted, they aren't cut out, they aren't good enough, they become controlled by success paralysis and think that if they don't find success the first time around, well, they should just throw in the towel, which leads to burnout or closing the doors on something that might actually just need a little bit of tweaking and hard work and a little bit of time to grow into a more sustainable business machine. So... That said, I want to leave you with a little note today that if you feel like you are coming up against a wall, if you feel like you are failing now or have failed many times before and are worried about what lays ahead, if you feel like you might have a little anxiety over if failure is around the door, I just want to tell you, girl, me too. Failure is around the door for both of us and in the best way possible because that failure is going to turn around into a lesson learned. I cannot tell you how many things just in 2022 alone did not go exactly as we planned in our extensive launch planning meetings, marketing meetings, client direction meetings in the team. And my own ideas, my own idea generation and me sitting down and really deciding, okay, this is going to happen, then this and then this, and then none of it goes according to plan. But guess what? When I look back this year, and this is a conversation I was having with my dad, when I look back on the things that made this year our most successful year yet, majority of them, I'm not joking you, like 99% of the things that led to success this year came out of something else not working out, came out of something else that I thought had failed actually ended up being the ticket, the key, the gateway into the next big thing. But I didn't even realize it at the time. A little bit of perspective shifts that and made me go, whoa, I am so glad that thing did not work out. I am so glad that thing I thought I wanted so badly or I thought I had created in the most perfect way did not work out because it actually shifted and it enabled me to do this, which was even better. And it helped me learn more, unbox my previous understandings, and then grow the business in a new and a different way. And it's been our most successful year yet. So that said, I just want to remind you that failure is part of the process and it can be fun and we need to lean into it instead of striving for perfectionism all the time, instead of striving for success all the time, we need to start thinking, yes, while we want quote unquote success, what version of success actually feels good to us? And is the energy exchange that we're putting in to get out that success? Is that a fair exchange? Is that the wisest way we could be doing it? Is there another way we can serve our audience? Is there another way we can support our clients that then will help both them and our brand grow in the way that we want it to, right? And just remember that 
you do not need to be hitting any sort of metric of success that anybody else indicates out there. You need to create aligned metrics for you. Go out there and be willing to fail over and over and over because that's part of the process. And I'm right there alongside you in the journey. Have a beautiful rest of your week. I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots. And I'll catch you next time.